Welcome to another episode of For the Culture Podcast, a soccer podcast for us, by us, which is the intersection of black culture and everything soccer. Want to shout out what's going on, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's good, fam? All right, all right. What we got going on today? It's a beautiful Tuesday. It's a beautiful Tuesday. And uh, we're going to crack into a few, uh, a few things here today for you guys. Shoot, let's go ahead and hit this off. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, of course, thank you guys for listening to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, everything else. What's good, fam? We all over the place, man. Literally and figuratively. Everywhere. Although we might be on the fence with TikTok still. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want to get a live address again, you know? You, you see... I told y'all last week, like, you know, we might have to hop off uh, TikTok because, you know, 45 is trying to regulate that shit and trying to push Microsoft to buy it. And, uh, you know, of course, you were t- telling us uh, the other day in the, in the culture chat that um, the stocks on on uh, TikTok on uh, Microsoft really didn't go up because um, even with the news of the sale. And I, I'm like, yeah, like you. You know, like how with kids, everything's cool until parents like it. It seems like TikTok's going to be cool until Trump got involved. And now everybody's like, nah, I have I'm fucking with it no more. Cool, cool. So, but yeah, we got a decent show for tonight for you guys. Uh, might be a quick show. I'm not sure. We're going to see how, how this plays out. Of course, we got coming up on the last weekend of the MLS Back Tournament. We got, we're down to the final four right now. We got tomorrow, we got. Portland versus Philly, Minnesota versus Orlando. 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 <laughs> yo, yo. Man, yo. they are surviving. Yo, they're the Cinderella of, the, of this tournament, clearly. But I, I need I need people, people to understand something. If they win this, they need to put a, a petition to MLS that says we can never play games in front of fans again because their one bit of success will be in front of nobody. It feels like up in the past, the previous four or five years, they've been in existence. They haven't done shit. They had one shit, even with uh, designated players, big crowds, all yada yada. And then suddenly, fans aren't there. Suddenly, the, the wins come. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Pretty pretty quality wins at that as well. True. I mean, true. Yeah, the nail biters. One, one nil, one nil games, but still. They're, they're beating. Done, they're, they just beat LAFC. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, who who saw that one coming? Like, no. <laughs> it was. It's, it was. No. They've been playing quality football. I'll, I'll no. say this, but you no. know what? I think it is. Oh no, I, I got to get this out, Greg. I'm okay, sorry, okay. my friend. But I think for Orlando, they're finding their success on their true home soil. So they can play at Disney World for now. <laughs> the I, true I, Disney I, FC lives. I, I, think, <laughs> I think we all know what needs to happen next. They they need to move their grounds, and uh, that that needs to be where they play. Then Might have we'll, to be. We'll Might have the, to be. The, the real Disney FC will will be truly alive. <laughs> the Phoenix. But no, <laughs> but no, like here we have again a situation with LAFC where they blow their load too soon on a revenge game because, of course, last year during the playoffs, they finally beat LA Galaxy, lost against uh, Seattle in the conference final. Fast forward here, you finally get 
uh, Seattle again in the uh, the knockout rounds of the tournament. They beat Seattle, but then next game they do against Orlando. I'm going to need for Bob Bradley and LAFC to figure out some type of way to just realize, hey, you have to keep that focus at all times because it feels like they put in so much energy as far as just overcoming, you know, the teams that, you know, knocked them out in the past that they that once that's dragging the slate, it's like they got nothing else left. And mm-hmm. stay focused. Stay focused because I want to see I, – I, if it's not going to be Atlanta, I really thought it's going to be LAFC to, to do this. And once again, it's like, how does this even happen? But, yeah, I mean, shout out to Orlando. Like, they – Made this far to the Cinderella somehow, some way. No, oh, man, I think the other Cinderella is uh, the loons, so it'll be uh, mm. I, I mean, come on, man, they're good. They're, they're, like, since they moved into their stadium, they've, they've shown a whole nother side, and they've all and they've had strong defense, of course, led by Icapara. And so, like, they've always been pretty tough, it's just a matter of the offense coming together to you know, bring it home. So, like, they've always been, I think, a team that nobody really wanted to play and and always been a, been a bitch to, you know, get out. But I tell you, the one the one team that um that has been, I think, playing well pretty much through the entire tournament is, uh, is Philly. Like, Philly has been, I think they've been a class of, of this whole tournament. Well, I mean, last year they were pretty smooth and silky, if you will. So, Absolutely, uh, they're you know just kind of riding off the backs of that coronavirus, and uh, in terms of the break, probably did that team a, a wealth of wonders. I think that we definitely saw signs going into um, going from last year that you know they had something solid coming up, you know, and you've had um, guys like Aronson, um, you know, because he's like he's still like what eighteen, nineteen years old, and. You know, he's further developed his game, especially in a position that not a lot of Americans really get because not, you know, a lot of Americans in a natural 10 sort of role. And like he at his age, like he's he's doing his thing. They've definitely built something that honestly, I think if you would ask someone like three or four years ago, if Jim Curtin was still going to be union head coach, they'd be like, shit, you, you lie. <laughs> Sips culture so, cup. <laughs> Sip. <laughs> Y'all stupid. But no, I, I, um, but like, what are you guys thinking as far as like how things going to go uh, going into the games on Wednesday? And then obviously we won't be here for the, um, for the finals. Like how do y'all see this uh, panning out uh, going into this weekend in the final? I should say, I did not expect this to be um, the top four teams, but the way they've been playing, these will be some very uh, quality matches, great football that we're, uh, we should be seeing um, if you're lucky enough to tune into these matches. Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear you guys' take first and then figure out, like, who do we think is going to make it to the finals? But I think I feel, I, I feel like I, I, I see the final I would like to see. I think mm-hmm. who would make it. I think any of them deserve to be there. But I, I, I can see the final I would like to see. But what do you guys think about the way they've been playing and, and, and this potential matches coming up? Um, at least from 
I really think that the Portland versus Philly, whoever wins that is probably going to win this. Like, I, I, that's at least on paper. That's that's what I'm thinking. Of course, you know, the Orlando factor might be real. Like you, you might see Orlando go ahead and make it to the final and and really just, you know, throw a wrench in everybody, everybody's plans. And um, so I'm going to uh, hedge my bets and say that uh, Philly's going to make the final um, against Orlando and and Philly will win. Like it'll, it'll, it'll be close. But I, and I think that by that point, assuming Orlando makes the final, the sentiment will be behind them to go ahead and win at home and everything. Um, but I think that Philly has just been playing too well this entire tournament to, you know, to blow this. So they, they've been focused, they've been they've been hungry, and they've been consistent. I, I don't see if as long as they stay consistent, this is theirs to lose. Now, um, of course, I'm a big fan of Gio Severizi up in Portland. He's always done done well in playoff types of situations. It would not shock me at all if they made it to the final. But I think. I think Philly should have just enough to get past them. Like I said, like that that matchup alone, that's that's your final right there. So uh, beyond that, it could really be anybody's guess. TK, who you who you buying stock in? <laughs> Honestly, uh, Grego's got a pretty good point, but I I kind of want to give a little bit of stock to Minnesota. <laughs> I think it. I think it, it could end for Orlando. Although they're on a run, and then if you got to be gritty to get to a final, which you, is kind of the way tournaments are, I, I think Orlando somehow grits their way through to the final. Um, and I think being gritty on the other side, uh, if we're gonna speak in those kind of terms, I see. Uh, I see Philly just putting it to, to putting it to, to Portland. So. So if I'm I correct, I think that will be like a, a mini final, though. That's going to be a, a damn good match, or it should be. So if I followed you guys correctly, you both are on the on the agreement that it will be Philly and Orlando. Okay, I'll 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 keep you. I'll push yeah, you at like Philly. Like I'll push you at Philly and I'll raise you at Minnesota. Okay, is that? Okay. I feel like okay. you can't go wrong with any of these four teams. The way that they've been playing and the way that the tournament stacks right now, I don't, I don't think you could go wrong if it's Portland, Minnesota, or Portland, Orlando, or Philly, Minnesota, Philly, or whatever. I, I think it'll be pretty uh, solid regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, I hedge my bet on Philly, Minnesota. Gotcha. Now winner, now winner. Should we go and talk? Should we? Should we predict that now or wait? I'll go ahead. I'll go no, ahead. I'll go for it. Wait. Okay. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna recap it next week anyway, so all right, it's so, all good. So Philly, Philly, Orlando, uh, Philly. Philly, Philly, okay, yeah. TK, Philly, Orlando. Yeah, it's gotta be Philly. <laughs> okay, okay. I three way Philly, Minnesota, Philly. Uh, I'll take Philly um, in a one-one draw in PK. Okay, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. And and by the way, if if y'all if you guys haven't uh, checked out our our Twitter at FTCUTD, I did some hits um, on Pro Evolution Soccer. Like you know, I, I, I whenever I'm bored, that's usually my go to as far as just my hobby and everything. I'll create kits and everything. I did a, a, a pretty creative set for Philly that I posted um, about two or three days ago. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's pretty dope. 
I, I I do this kind of shit all the time when I'm when I'm bored. I got one for them, New England. Uh, I haven't posted Atlanta yet, so no, I, I'm. It's there. It's there. Yeah, Charlotte. Have, yeah, oh, it's, actually, I, I I got a second one for Charlotte because whoo, there there was that one person who bitched about the fact that that um the uh, the kids were Puma and of course Memphis is all Adidas. I'm like, y'all know me well enough to know by now that. I can't stand the fact that MLS is all Adidas, and I'm like, so I spread the brands all around. And I'm like, that's that, that's just what I do. But I did do an Adidas set for for Charlotte. Now you know I might I might put it out this week. So it was pretty fly, man. Uh, the the last set you did was pretty fly. I do. Uh, like do you, man. do you do you have a club right now that you're looking at, thinking about creating something fresh, something um, new? So. <laughs> I always have this thing about uh, doing a Canadian league. Of course, uh, mm-hmm. now that there's a, a Canadian Premier League, I do use some of some of the, those teams, but also I've collected like logos from all over the place, uh, mainly from like a there's a uh, Kramer's uh, sports logos. Like I'll, I'll make stuff up and and put it on there. So like I'm I am bound and determined to do like a full fledged Canadian league on there mm-hmm. and just uh you know whether it's and that's including the the mls clubs by the way so the toronto fc montreal impact vancouver they're all in there as well oh yeah and um but yeah like uh like that one um i've done like a few teams like i've done one from calgary edmonton uh a second montreal team uh, i don't know if y'all remember from nesl um uh montreal olympic Got got them like yeah like I, I I dig back and I I do a little bit of old a little bit of new you know make it work, but um but yeah uh let's uh switch back over here to MLS real quick because of course the home team of course we're still hanging our heads down you know over losing <laughs> the board but we did make moves um this past week and we did sign um, Eric Hugo Torres uh, from uh, Tigres I think where he was last at and um, what are you guys thinking about that move? I think it's interesting how things come back around because uh, Torres formerly also played for uh, Houston, mm-hmm. and as well, mm-hmm. and the connection. Um, if I recall, did, he has ties with Bocanegra. Um, yes, so they, they played together at um, I think it was uh, Chivas USA. Yep, Chivas. So now he's here, and we've been searching high, searching low trying to find answers uh, to our striker's issue. Um, I think this may be one that we can look forward to uh, that actually may have some uh, some positive uh, tone to it. Because otherwise, I, I, I wasn't really on the board with Adam John. I think he's cool. I don't <laughs> think he was expected to play as much as he has played. But I was not necessarily one to say, oh, you know, are we going to, you know, if he was to, to uh, let me back up. I wasn't expecting him to have as much playing time as he has had. No one did. Money. I don't think he did. But um, well, play. when, yeah, when we were, and we were in uh, Nashville at that game. So when he went down, it was just like, oh man, um, I was not looking forward to that. So I think Torres uh, would be able to, um, bring some kind of scoring prowess that we need as far as this uh, offense uh, goes. So I'm looking forward to seeing what component he can bring, as well as the additions that we have recently made as well, joining the squad down the road. What, what you got, TK? 
Hopefully he's able to just integrate into the team. I'm um, not too familiar with the player himself. I uh, didn't know he played at Houston, but um, outside of that, uh, I'm just hoping for, you know, the team to just be able to hit a mental uh, refresh, F5 that shit, and let's uh, let's get back to business. We're, we're playing some, some good football, you know. Um, I think that we still needed some time for those players to bet in. A lot of the players just – uh, now arriving in their first year um, so just to integrate and you know build that team chemistry um, on the field you know with the ball not just like ha 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 laughing outside of the, you know the pitch because mm. um, that's a totally different thing uh, we, I, we we need that chemistry that uh, Yosef Miggy had so um, yeah that's I'm just hopeful for uh, that he can integrate and we can finally have someone to you know adequately replace Yosef because uh, him being now registered on the the uh, the list, uh, what is it, the injured reserve list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got shut out, shut out for the season. So honestly, I'm, I'm surprised that they, they didn't do that sooner. I guess because the transfer window wasn't open, it, it kind of didn't make any sense to do so. But um, at least because putting him on the reserve list allowed for us to go ahead and have put get a little bit extra money to uh, go ahead and get up. Um, uh, Kubo Torres. I think the interesting thing is that, you know, with all the moves that we made back over the winter, uh, we actually are sitting on a, on a good bit of money, and probably obviously because of 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 COVID and everything, the the market is definitely a, a bit funkier than what it probably would be um, for the summer. But um, uh, I think that I. I'm not sure what the expectation is going into um, the rest of the year. Um, there's already been reports that that uh, we should be restarting probably within the next uh, two or three weeks. And, you know, so I'm going to get into that whole issue probably in two up and two down. But I think that, you know, with Torres, with Jurgen uh, Dam um, coming in, um, you know, at least on paper, we should be fine. It's just a matter of we had to figure out how are we going to look and how are we going to play going forward. And like, actually, actually, actually that, that 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 brings me up to another another question that I I, I thought about last week and I and it just escaped me. So, for those of y'all who obviously follow Atlanta United and everything, y'all know that. Going into hiring DeBoer, actually, he wasn't even like really mentioned as a real candidate until basically he was hired. Like the the candidate that that we had all heard about was uh, uh, Glamro uh, Barrascolotto, who actually ended up going over to LA Galaxy. So, like, I'm just kind of wondering, like, what in the world did DeBoer say to sell himself to United, uh, given how things went? Because I'm like, he wasn't. Because from everything I've read, we've all like we've wanted that wide open attacking style of play, like like it's, it wasn't it was never really based on having a strong defense. It's more so, hey, you got to outscore us to beat us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at what point did divorce say, you know what, I can do that? And then we got him. It's like, the fuck is this? Because <laughs> you have a team that can lap yeah. like Atlanta. Why do you go from being a fast-paced attacking front to just sitting on the ball and playing out the back and, and emphasizing possession? 
when most of the time you're not used to possessing the ball. You're trying to play on the counter and score goals. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to control the ball to score goals. We couldn't get to that final third to really figure out the equation of how to get the ball to the net. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree with you. How, what was it that he, he, he said to them to say, hey, this is what I believe will make us successful. And my ideology is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if it ain't Don't fix broke, it. Just make it better <laughs> if you can. And if but. it ain't broke, find you a coach that actually wants to play that way because I think it was clear, you know, that the board had his had his idea. And whenever he had opportunity to play that way, that's what he did. And then it's like every time he tried doing it his way, it wasn't working. I'm like – and I talked about this on another <laughs> podcast. Like at what point do you st- – this stops – you realize, hey, this shit ain't working. I need to do something else. Like, stop being so stubborn and trying to force things into your will, and just realize that, hey, this, this, this shit ain't for you. This shit, this, this, this shit ain't it. Like, I, I don't know, like, how else to really put it. And you know, especially with with Joseph being gone, it's like you should have known. I think we actually even talked about this last year. That three four three relied on depth and depth quality. And if you ain't got somebody as good as Joseph behind him, you need to do something else. Right. Exactly. And, I mean, and tactic, change. and tactic aside, I, I also think the club's aspirations, thinking about the long game, mm-hmm. where they want to be in the world of soccer, uh, player development, uh, the way that they buy and sell players and play in the economy, the global market of soccer, I think they looked at DeBoer as that piece that could help give them that that bigger appeal mm-hmm. on a worldwide level because you have someone from who has experience in the English Premier League. So bad, you just sold off victory. the <laughs> – exactly. It, it wasn't the best, but you just had one of your biggest players ever in your short history. You sold to – the English Premier League, there's lots of players on your team that you're bringing in that have aspirations of going to Europe. So you're trying to create this uh, system of trying to buy them, develop them, sell them, rinse and repeat. So I'm thinking that maybe him coming in uh, was their vision of, of getting people acclimated to how things are done overseas. Um, as far as from the manager uh, aspect of managing the team, I don't know. I just feel like that that EPL experience probably um, they looked at that way. They blew that up way too big. You know, I actually could, could see that point of view, but the problem there is that one, he sucked when he was there. I mean, like, how is it that you that you are in two different leagues and you basically get fired because you could not score in like in a run of games, mm-hmm. and because like Crystal Palace, like he didn't score in like it was like seven games here. Correct. Uh, it was four games. Like at at what point? And mind you, like you could have the excuse that 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 was going on in Crystal Palace because like I don't think he got a lot of guys that that he wanted to get, but like here, you actually let those guys go that you probably could have used. And in this place, you got guys that weren't as good, and this shit blew up in your face. So, right. And that's the thing. People actually had that question when they signed the board. 
you know, asking why, you know, what was the logic behind signing him, knowing his past, uh, and short stints really at those teams. You know, why uh, do you take a chance on a guy? And I think that partly was also trying to be captain to save him. Uh, because in the, in the end, if they were able to resurrect his career, it's able to be beneficial for United, but also for Frank DeBoer. So I don't know if they really tried to fix him because you're looking at it like, all right, we're, we're developing players. We're also developing a manager. You don't want to do that. <laughs> You're, you're, we're, we're returning to man, the manager rehab. And I saw Katie back there. What's, what, what, what up, Katie? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I, it just turned out being a, a whole mess. And I, like, I, and especially if you look back at, um, if you look over at Scalotto's situation over in LA, I definitely think it's a situation where like you have two parties who ended up not where they wanted to be. And, you know, should happen that way. And I'm actually um, uh, a quick note. Uh, one of the guys who I wish we could have gotten at uh, Domi Torrent from uh, NYCFC. He actually took it, took uh, he just replaced uh, Georgie Jesus at, at um, Flamingo. And I'm like, fuck like that. Like, like I, I, I saw what he was with up in NYCFC. I think that he could have done a, a really good job here, but um but yeah. yeah, that's a great point, though, man. I think um, while we go ahead and segue into uh, some of those transfers, man, we got some sweet rumors brewing about it's silly season, one hundred percent. Yes, yes, it's, yeah. it's that it's our favorite time of year when when people talk shit and and, and it doesn't come through. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yes, we getting Sancho, we getting Sancho. I hope. Like Let's I said, not agree. Let's not agree. I mean, you know. I mean, mayors, guys, Borussia, they want to, you know, they want all the money. Up front. I'm like, don't they realize we're all in COVID right now? Like, we need to, like, you're going to get all your money. Just, you know, it just can't come all all the way right now. Just, like, chill, man. Just chill. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get your chicken. You're going to get your corn. Just hold on. They're, they're, prob- they're going to probably get, I think to make this work, they'll probably get 60 to 70 up front. And then they'll work out the remainder over yeah. time. Yeah. But 60, 70, United's got it. I mean, that's what they typically – that's that's about the limit they typically pay for most players, except what? Maguire. That was a, a a separate situation. I don't know why they decided to throw that extra. They just put a – it's like, all right, they overpaid for that. But I think anyway. For is I think they're overpaying for, for Sancho too, but that's me. But, you know. That's a separate mistake. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a common thing with, with this – it's like, especially when you're talking about like top four, top six clubs. It's always that case of you're gonna if you're gonna buy the next big English name. It's like okay, up, this guy's gonna be on the England national team. He's gonna be on all the commercials. So we got to go ahead and uh, and pay an extra twenty twenty million for this guy just just for the fact that hey, he's not gonna be wearing our jersey when he when he gets when he hits a big. So we got to get a little something extra for it. Like it's the stupidest shit. I, I can't stand it. It's Dortmund. That's what they do. Hey, yeah. you know, Dortmund Dor- 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 does a pretty good job as far as flipping guys. So They're selling clubs, for sure. But you, yeah. think, you think Sancho's cheap? Wait no. till Sterling gets up there, man. I don't think... I, don't think I mean, Holland. I mean, wait till Holland soon. gets up there. Not anytime soon, but just wait. Wait mm-hmm. till Holland gets there. <laughs> Woo! I mean... 
But yeah, but I don't think Sancho is worth that much. I'd probably say, given his age, I would, I'd be willing to pay a hundred. But like that's how the price we're talking about is like like one hundred twenty million. I'm like, mm-hmm. for what? Not one twenty. Hundred easy. Not one twenty. Yeah. Yeah, like like and, said, and, 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 and that's the English markup. That's the yeah, English that's the markup. markup. <laughs> but the, with with teams not having as much money as they would if it wasn't a pandemic going on and the and the stoppage of a football right now, mm-hmm. um, it's got to be some kind of discount, some kind of way, <laughs> I, some kind. I, I mean, Atlanta. Discount? I mean, I'm, that, United's got the money, but it's got to be to make this faster. They they. Dortmund put a deadline on it. They said August 10th. This will be this has to be done by August 10th. If it's not done by the 10th, who else do you have to sell to? I mean, you know, the, the way Chelsea's spending, you know, you never know. You never know. But I think that because uh, like we talked about last week, Liverpool's coming to a lot of money. They're actually supposed to be getting on Thiago from uh, from Bayern. Like that's actually a, a pretty big coup if that happens because just like how we were talking about last week with, the, with their midfield, like he actually would be a pretty good addition, um, you know, to freshen up uh, their midfield and everything. But, um, but yeah, if if it doesn't, if Central doesn't happen for us, yeah, it, it just might be be Chelsea. But they, of course, they'll figure that, it out. They'll figure. Of course, out. that that brings me right up into our next segue. So, uh, TK. Oh. It's it's an oh. Uh, what happened on uh, what happened on Sunday, B? Oh, uh, Sunday was uh just another day. I mean, it, uh, was was it? Well, first of all, Lewis Hamilton brought that home on three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. Uh, that, oh, I see what we're reflecting here. Oh, I see we're reflecting Wonder Woman style here. Chelsea but, uh, lost the FA Cup final against Arsenal. Uh, it was it was a great match. Uh, could have been actually could have been better. But it could have been better <laughs> if uh, if our hero, our Lord and Savior, Christian Pulisic, didn't get hurt because he did, he did score five minutes into the game off some nasty shit. Like like I, so I, even I was hyped on that. Yeah, after just like the jump off, you know, like that. It was like yeah, like you walk into a party and it's just popping. Like that's how that felt going into that matchup and him scoring like in the fifth minute. But man, I um. I actually have some some higher levels of concern just because I'm thinking what's going on with, you know, like did we, did Chelsea as in we do some sort of medical training, like not something new this uh, week and, you know, in preparation for the cup final mm-hmm. that we haven't been doing before. And, you know, maybe uh, Christian was one of our players who trained the hardest. And now you could see that slight, you know, differential, a different um, training exercise could have actually affected him negatively. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's some some questions to be asked of the medical staff. You know, it's, um, it's weird because you know, obviously with with all of uh, these games being pushed through, uh, you know, trying trying to finish up the season, a lot of you basically have had a lot, put a lot of wear and tear in a in a short amount of time, and this actually goes back to what we were talking about last week when Chelsea was sitting on um, Pulisic, you know, trying to rest him up, and then suddenly he finally gets to start in the FA Cup final, does his thing, but quit very soon afterwards, he's he's down. And just as 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 an aside, can we can our American players just stay healthy? 
East. Like, well, that's the thing, man. I don't feel like people really understand, but Christian Pulisic, however great of a player, however high his ceiling, all the things he could potentially become from what he already is, he's injury prone. Like straight up, not not a little bit. Look, go, dude, it's littered. He's injury prone. He is. And that's just, you know, that is what it is. We'll have to try to mitigate those problems the best we can as a club and um, see how that that works. But for me, it was a stark. It was one thing for Christian to get a hammy. It was another thing for Aspie LaQuita, who was literally the most, like, Mr. Reliable. He's got the most appearances. I think, like, almost near 300 appearances for Chelsea. Mm. And it's like for him to get a hamstring that tells me yeah it might be th- th- those are the guys who i expect to train the hardest the captain mm-hmm. ca- captain reliable you know and and christian trying to get up there and elevate and show his, his level right. so for me for those two guys just like that that kind of has an arrow pointing at the medical staff in my opinion but uh i digress i digress I mean, you know, like like we you know, like we give y'all a little bit of credit. Y'all y'all did have a, a a pretty decent season, you know, making top four, making the FA Cup final. But in the end, you still finished behind Man United, and you lost to Arsenal. Oh, and um, my shoulder's which, dislocated. <laughs> but, We're uh, losing our players. <laughs> but now this is like number fourteen for for Arsenal. Uh, yo, I've never seen so many Arsenal fans so hype over. Uh, the FA Cup uh, victory course. This gives them number fourteen. They're the winningest uh, club in FA Cup history. And you know, Aubameyang, he 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 came to play. Blood clot, mate. Blood clot. Obama who? Blood clot. <laughs> Obama what? Obama blood clot. Blood clot. <laughs> you know, you but know. no, like I, def- I definitely think this gives them a, a lot of. Uh, you know, newfound life going into the off season and trying to figure like what they're going to do next with um with Arteta. Hopefully, that this means that uh, Abemyang will be able to they'll be able to resign him and you know who who knows what might happen from there. You know, so I think they uh, need to spend some money, man. Like obviously, but uh, they always like, need, they to, need to spend they, money. They all they don't have any any good um like even. Um, City, for example, they, they've got you know pe- uh, targets they're acquiring already. Fernand Torres, they're looking for. Uh, and they're gonna sh- Aki. Yeah, they're going to sure up the back with Aki to get schooled under. Uh, uh, okay, who is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Company's gone, so I don't yeah. pay attention to half their back. Well, it's it's going to be essentially their their next company. Um, but he's still got he the connection within the, the national team. So, and actually, I heard um, your, your guys might be um, looking at um, this uh, this other Dutch kid, this uh, Xavier Mumbawi or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I, like he might be the next Van Dyke. So you know, y'all, y'all, at least y'all, at least it's somebody. At least y'all are actually remembering there's other guys outside of attack that y'all need to address. So yeah, that's right. it. Excuse me, Van Dyke. Thank you. Um, he'll have a. Ake will have Van Dyke to learn under, and then he can apply that trade to City, essentially. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, let's uh, take a quick break. Uh, like I said, we're, we're, we're just hanging out this, this, this week, so like, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about kits, because there's been a lot of kits that came out in July and the 
first this first week of August. So we're going to talk about them, what we like, what we don't like. Good up and two up and two down, and we'll be right back. And we're back, back. So, um, my wallet is about to be very light pretty soon because, you know, because of COVID and because uh, everything got pushed back, we've seen a lot of new kits come out the past few weeks, new drops, new releases. Some some teams have already uh, debuted their kits um, before the end of, end of their um, current season. Like, there's actually one that has stuck out to me quite quite a bit. And it's from a from a brand that I'm usually have low expectations for. AC Milan and Puma. Like, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, it just came uh, released last week, and like it has a, a very intricate design. I think of one of the uh, cathedral um, uh, stained glass uh, windows and, and stuff. But that thing is a work of beauty course. Given their relative similarity to the home team here, I'm like, yo, can we get something like that? Like, can we get like something like I have like the, the neon outline in the varsity? <laughs> 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 like, like, yo. And then... I said it on Twitter. I'll say it here so y'all see me on camera and, and on podcast. Um, Man City's Away is damn near gorgeous. Like, I can't even front. I can't even, you know, mm. like, that thing is, is gorgeous. Um, like, well, what, what, what are some ones that, uh, that y'all have been um, peeping so far? Honestly, I, I don't like to say it, but that Liverpool with the hint of green in there is mm, killing. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, 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 they just switched over to Nike uh, going into next year, and yeah, like it, it, it's it's smooth, it's smooth. Now, now from what I've seen on their uh, their away kits and their third you know that might cause a little bit of that might raise a couple eyebrows, but at least the home kit, yeah, it, it's, it's simple and smooth though. What you what you got? What you got, Mayor? Uh, I'm digging that. Um... You know, I've been on that city as well, but I'm digging this Roma kit. Yeah, they're usually, yes. you know, they're usually pretty. Uh, they're pretty, and inv- usually they do some good work with the Roma kits mm-hmm. uh, without going overboard or going too crazy. Uh, I, I always look forward to seeing what Roma's going to do every year, and I think they they knocked it out this year. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. they got the collars as well. So popping calls for justice, baby. The they are, man. I'm, I'm, I'm digging that digging it yeah the, yeah roma they did uh basically what they did was uh they did a, um i want like a tribute kit but like one of their most famous kids like from the early 80s when they won uh Serie A was uh they had like the color like the blocks uh on the top of their jersey and they referenced that into this in this kit and it is like with just how it lays out it lays up perfect of course the only thing i don't like is just the, the cutter airways i'm like 
Yo, TK, we're gonna figure out some type of way to start to learn how to start removing some of these logos because yeah, that one that one might be a little problematic, but still that thing is is it's absolutely amazing. I actually Ooh. I've got you taken care of on that, so uh no no worries at all. But, I'm gonna uh, have to do the, the I, I I I told you I'm considering doing that to the, the Chelsea jersey. Oh, because we got I, I really well, love well, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, cause uh because y'all were doing okay with that home and away kiss, but um, this third jersey that's about to come out, B, uh, that one's not going to work, fam. Like, not even a little bit. Not even at all. <laughs> like, I told you, like, not even Crystal Palace wants that shit. Like, that thing is I mean, bad. Yeah, well, well I, I don't even know. Hopefully y'all don't, y'all don't wear that one often. Like, maybe y'all have to save that one for, like, FA Cups or League Cup or something. Like, yeah, just, just No, just we'll be champions leaguing it up. You know how that works. But, nah, that that, that one. that one, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Hey, if y'all qualify, because, hey, we got third. If, if we qualify. Come on. Hey, you never know. You never know. You never know. But uh, because like, y'all, y'all still got to play, because y'all still got, y'all got Bayern, uh, what, Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think it's Saturday. Damn. Or is that the? It might. It might be the replay. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, the Bayern's, It's. I believe it's on the eighth. It's. Um, so there's no way we overturn that deficit though. Three nil. Uh, we'll be lucky to hit them. Hey, if, you know. if Liverpool can do it, so can Chelsea. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but if Chelsea does it, then we're gonna win the whole thing. So. And then y'all be super tired going in the next year because because Lampard was even talking about that um you know starting uh, next next season. And I mean, having, what are your thoughts on that? Like, let's let's really let's you know let's give that I, let's, two minutes. Hit, hit it. What do I you think, think that that next season is going to be a clip the fuck this in general because you're you're having to compress. It. It's going to be like like it's going to be the most MLS se- season ever for Europe because you're having to compress everything into a very short period of time, mind you. You still got the Euros next next year, so you already know that hey, you can't just you know spread this over and like ending in July and shit. Like you have to end on time, you know, Corona willing. So I think that Deb Deb is going to be at a premium, and hopefully, that's it's a it's a reason y'all y'all about to have like seven forwards up top because y'all gonna need every last one of them. So maybe so. Even now, we're still light on wingers, though, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I might mean, try to get that kid from uh, Brentford since they didn't get promoted. But yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. one. Where, I, yeah, where, I saw that. Uh, yeah, Fulham's um, on the way back up. Uh, uh, they, they beat Brentford in, at Wembley today, two 0 And uh, who was up in the other uh, newsflash? Newsflash! I believe it was Swansea. Yes. And, yes. Um, At least you me. got it, man. You got it. But you can do it. No, nah, man. This man. I'm not on that. Uh, it's not, it's not my job anymore. Uh, you you were always <laughs> that boy. But um, <laughs> but no. Um, let's see here. Is it Cardiff? No, that's not right. Yeah, no, actually, no. It, it is. Um, it is Fulham. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's so it's just Fulham that made that made the playoff. And so yeah, it's West Brom. Leeds and Fulham, so there those will be the newly promoted teams. Yes, 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 yes. So, who's I, getting the drop? Uh, Norwich, Bournemouth, and la, 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 la. don't give me the line, man. 
I'm, 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 I'm knee deep in this, uh, this peanut butter whiskey, which is, you know, you can find inside of this butcher of a club mug at ftcutg.myshopify.com. And, um, well, you know, I don't, I think it's, it's not too much of a bother what's already happened for this season, but does Leeds go, uh, do they stay up next season? Does um, West Brom stay up next season? Does full? I, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think West Brom. Like they, they have a pretty good history of just uh, being like a yo-yo club. Um, Leeds is very interesting because I think there, there will obviously be uh, a bit of nostalgia there as far as you know wanting to see them up top and hope and do well. At least to where they can stay up top and be what they used to be in, in um. And whatnot, you know. Obviously, it might take some time, they, or they might be able to pull a, a Lester in and challenge sooner rather than later. Really, or Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. They um, they might be able to do something. So, I'm um, I'm pretty sure during the uh, the supposed off season of August, we'll see what they want to do, and we'll go from there. But yeah, um, it, it was Cardiff for the record. Ah, ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But um. But yeah, I mean, oh, and there's another kid that, that dude really just got on nerves. Um, uh, Real Madrid, because usually I'm usually a, a big fan of theirs, but like I'm not crazy about the, I'm not liking the white and pink this year. Like it's just, it's, just, it's not really doing it for me. It's not really. Doing Is it too 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 Miami for you? Is it too Miami for you? Hey, hey, they're 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 more Miami than Miami, so there's that. That, kid, that kid's not doing it. For me, like uh, Bayern's kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say Barca's kids, uh, the black and gold man, that's just gangsta. Yeah, it gangsta. is, and, and, I, and it's making me wish that uh, LEMC was Nike because I could easily see them just doing an easy transition to looking just like that, and just and everything would just pop all all day long. But um, what about that inner, the inner Milan? I need yo, and I talked about. I think I mentioned this now in our two up, two down last week. I need I need Italy to get on their shit so that way I feel comfortable buying Syria kits because it's hurting my soul that that um that you can't get the drip. You can't yeah, get the drip. Yeah, gotta... yeah. Like because I I do want that Roma that Roma jersey. I definitely want that uh, AC Milan jersey. Like even their trainer jersey is actually uh, pr- pretty pretty drip as well. So. But um, oh, yeah, the away and, one and, is killer, and there actually is one down in Brazil that I am, I need a plug so bad, the Corinthians away uh, jersey. Um, it's a tribute to uh, well, they most of their away kits typically have like it's like black with white pinstripes, and I need that in my life so bad. So if you know somebody that that's that's is in Brazil and wants to, you know, risk Corona. And ship that shit up up here to Atlanta. Holla at your boy, because I, I have been looking hard. I'm and checking it out right now, and my oh my! I, 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 I would not tell acquired. you wrong. I would not tell you wrong. But um, but yeah, just a quick bit of uh, of housekeeping before we get up and two up, two down. Like we said, uh, name says to route. We actually got some new orders over the weekend for new name says they will be. Uh, produce over the weekend. As always, go to ftcutdmyshopify.com. Get your Black Lives Matter name sets. Get your regular name sets. Get your hats, your shirts, everything. Actually, I think we still have a hoodie. It might be cold somewhere. 
we do have one hoodie that's, that's still up on there. I know it's August, but you know, if you, if you want it, it it's, it's it's still there. And then also the uh, the Legends uh, of the Culture, uh, we actually made uh, T-shirts. Uh, of course, we had hoodies at first, but now we have T-shirts. You know, for the summer. So there you go. FTCUTD.myshopify.com. And as always. But if you want that hoodie, we got hurricane season. We were here. We proof ready. I mean. <laughs> true, true, true. Hey, but uh, ready to get it early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about that time of the year. So, yeah, stay stay dry, y'all. Because I know it's been, it's been raining here anyway for like every like two, three days. So I'm kind of used to it by now. It's, I actually got uh, scattered actually got thunderstorms. I actually got stuck over at Target the other day. I, I walked over there from uh, over in Buckhead, and then next, like as soon as I got over there, like you know, that, that was uh, what turned into a ten-minute walk turned into like an hour-long, like wait for for lift and trying to get across the street to work. So, but yeah, Damn. yeah, it's like that sometimes. But like I said, it's, it's that kind of summer. But um, but yeah. I know it's not going to be one of your downs. No, oh, oh no! There's there's something else in Atlanta for downs. So like I, I got you on that one. But let, let's 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 hit it up. Uh, what what you got to, okay? Uh, for downs, man. Uh, I'll keep it current, keep it trendy, man. Uh, I'm not sure if uh people are in touch with the news. Uh, there was a huge explosion in Beirut. Yeah, yeah. Lebanon yeah. today, and uh, Did you I see the videos wanna... in that shit. Like that shit is wild. Yeah, man. It's it's all it's all it's kind of crazy. I was um trying to catch that shock wave. But it seems the most of the videos, people kind of turn away or you know they just get blown away. They're like, hold on, like hold on, this shit's hard enough. <laughs> but it's it's just amazing to see that that wave moving at you, just woof. Um, but my heart goes out and uh, prayers to all the people affected, to all the families, or for all the those uh, who, who lost their lives. Um, that was completely botched. Apparently, there's some chemicals they had stored there in a container that were in you know in the shipyard so um yeah just shout out to all the families man uh it's hard hard thing to see and uh just kind of keeping it going moving with the downs <clears throat> uh hopefully covid will not affect uh work life here at with me i might be actually having to uh do some reduced time so um juggling some things myself here at the at the homestead so um uh, just want to put that out there as a, as a negative thing but uh hopefully it won't come to pass and uh, things will uh, continue to kind of stay floating um for the ups though i'd probably like to say shout out to uh actually let me attack another one down for my uh for my down um this actually uh, bothered me pretty, pretty had me upset earlier this weekend. Um, Michael Brown was um, they they had the case that they they brought back about to see if they can get these police officers reconvicted, and they uh, they did not file any further charges um, for for Michael Brown up in Ferguson, Missouri. So um, we got to do better. We got to do better, folks. Got to do better. Um, but for my up, we're going swing it back um i'm just happy to, to be live and uh shit yeah man i really ain't got much much more i'm just uh thankful to uh have here my other co-hosts you know shout out mayor shout out uh grego 
and uh tony's not with us this week you know everyone's got, got some personal things going on but uh everyone's navigating COVID, so i just want to take the time and just uh reflect is essentially i know this is a uh, kind of something that rashad does more but uh yeah just want to be thankful and shout out to my people here uh trying to keep this for the culture movement going for everyone here gotcha gotcha i'm just going to jump in here in front of you real quick rashad i'm gonna let you close this out um my downs uh this week um the navy the national navy seal museum uh, uh a video came out over the weekend you know they're doing a little bit of training um at, at the at the site mind you they're not direct they're not officially connected to the military in any type of way but but basically they are the museum that you know honors the, the navy seals they had a um, video where they were they had attack dogs attacking this guy and he was wearing a, a colin kaepernick jersey and uh you know yeah yeah people in the in the back row say like i bet he'll stand now nah, nah. and um you know, as a result of that, the the Navy SEALs and the Naval Department uh, disconnected all ties with the with the museum, said, yeah, that's not how we roll. And, you know, but you would you would think by now people will just be more aware of that shit. But of course, you realize that, yeah, ignorance is still very prevalent. Um, and then as a tie in, well, not even tie in to that. My second uh, down is uh, FC Cincinnati. Uh, no, they are working on their stadium as we speak. Well, not anymore. Be- well, for at least for now, because on the site, workers were were out caught using racial slurs, and you know what? it happened enough times to where they said, "You know what? We got to shut this shit down." And they're making the workers do uh, anti-racist uh, classes, and, and they're not doing anything until that gets handled. You know, you gotta. <sighs> Good I've never really them, been though. say what good on them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's just the fact that again, you would think given the summer that we've had that are people just that ignorant, like, you know, read the room, like, please read the fuck out of the room. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, they, they, they learn better and do better and we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, my ups got a shout out once again to WNBA. Um, their players uh, ran. Uh, <laughs> uh, you might have seen it already uh, the Phoenix Mercury players, and I'm pretty sure there'll probably be more after this. Um, they were, you know, walk, going out in games uh, wearing a um, vote Warnock shirts. For those of y'all who don't know, Warnock is one of the candidates for a Senate here in Georgia, Raphael Warnock. Uh, he's a minister. I forgot what church she is. Well, I'm pretty sure Rashad probably knows. Um, and yeah, like they're putting their support behind him. Of course, for those of you who don't know, the current uh, senator is uh, uh, Kelly Leffler, who is one of the minority owners of the Atlanta Dream. And so it's basically a uh, a ton bit of shade against her. And and you know, like like we said last week. For those of y'all who don't know, the WNBA players is basically an extension of the women voter base as a whole, and they've been on their shit for a minute. You know, it's like they they were they were doing shit well before everybody else was because they are an active bunch. 
And so for them to do this, instead of putting their, their money where their mouth is and making their statements known, and uh, that, that's, that's pretty big for them. Um, Before you move on, Warnock is the pastor of the great historic Ebenezer Baptist Church. There you go. Um, and then, um, and then last but not least, uh, uh, the, the, the best up is happy birthday to president Barack Hussein Obama, uh, turning 59 years old, still looking about a good 39, you know, looking like freedom, like walking black freedom, you know, uh, well, that's what secret service detail feels like. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, if every black person could 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 live like that, we'd be a far better place. Like, so oh I'm, yeah, absolutely. we might we might all know if we could all be president, but if we can all just have that sense of security and freedom, where you know that nobody can really fuck with you, like, <laughs> like that's 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 life. That's, that's life. all we want, right? That's yeah. all we want. That's, that's just <laughs> just one secret service agent. That's all we need. Really, that's, that's, seriously. Write that but, into um, the reparations thing. But uh, one, one quick uh, shout out before I, I turn it over to Rashad. Just uh, shout out to um, uh, one of our homeboys, uh, Donald Wine. He lost his mother o- over the weekend. It wasn't uh, it wasn't COVID related, just but it was still very unexpected. You know, for those of y'all who don't know, he's very big in um, Atlanta Outlaws. He's been in commercials for ESPN, Nike. You know, like he's been very prominent as far as the supporter culture for well over. 10 years now. Like I've known him for shit probably about a good 10 or 12 probably by now. But, um, but yeah, you know, we're thinking about you, man. Um, you know, stay strong. You know, obviously we, we've been through it, uh, you know, recently and before without losing parents. So any way, any way we can help, you know, we're there for you. But, um, yeah, let's, uh, get you, get you, Rashad. Let's, uh, see what you got. Close it on out. I'm going to start with my two downs. And uh, start with something a little bit lighter. Um, mine has something to do with baseball. And as we all know, we're, we're still in this COVID environment. And as we've talked about in previous weeks, there's leagues that have constructed bubbles to, can, to um, play their sports. And baseball is a little bit trickier. Um, it's kind of hard for you to, to have a bubble and have all your teams and and all of the logistics that go with baseball because of the size of the, the playing surface and the amount of uh, people that you have on your teams, et cetera, et cetera. So um, they decided not to go with a bubble construct. But uh, as a result of that, we may not have any more baseball because of the certain teams that are having these major outbreaks of the COVID virus, uh, one being Miami. There was reports that the players went out to party at the clubs um, St. Louis has a heavy outbreak. They went out to a casino. Um, and so they're putting yeah, their players at gym risk, other teams and players at risk. So I looked at the standings this morning and like, for instance, where the division, the Braves play in uh, there, I think the Braves just won tonight. So there, they should be like eight wins, three losses. Second place is like Miami. They're like one in two. So they've been off for a while because of COVID. So, and and you look around and it's just so uneven because people are putting self before others. And now you're, you're, you might not even have a season. So uh, the money you thought you were going to make 
<laughs> hey, you might Go. throw that out the window. So, um, I mean, it's a short season anyway. I would, you know, just buckle down, do your, do what you got to do, handle your business, and then wait it out, quarantine, whatever the rules are, then go back home to your family. But it's like, man, we wilding out here. <laughs> but that, that's like, that's who, one. Who goes to a, to a casino right now? Like, bruh, like, like, what are we doing? Like, really, go home. Like, same people who's in Moms Against Mask. Seriously, like that's that's just what uh, that's just wild. What what else you got, man? <laughs> So my second one, uh, this one, this one hurt me a bit. Uh, reading news out of Aurora, Colorado, uh, there was an incident where there was a black family uh, in an SUV. Police got tipped off on a call. Um, they were actually they actually pulled this uh, family over. Uh, they they got them all out of the vehicle. They had them in handcuffs and they were face down on the hot pavement. They were actually looking for a motorcyclist. <laughs> So they mistake this family uh, in a car, in a car, in an SUV, loaded mm-hmm. for a motorcyclist. Mm-hmm. You have one, maybe two at the max on a motorcycle. An entire family in an SUV. How? How? Where? I, I don't get it. I know the the past the incident. They they've come out and they've apologized and they've stated how they how they were able to mistake. I didn't even care to see what the the apology was about, but still, you mistake a SUV for a motorcycle. I just do not get life anymore. This is 2020, people. This is 2020. This, this is black in America. This is black in America. This is 2020. This is ah. Uh. So I was gonna I was gonna take this. We got so much. Um, I wasn't sure, man. Yeah, it was so much. But I was gonna say that uh, with this Aurora situation. Um, and just with society as a whole, the the messaging that we're pushing, that uh, society is pushing right now, um, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter because all lives matter. And so uh, this is a this is a situation where Black Lives Matter, and with when Black Lives start to matter, everything else, you know, will make sense. So I was going to say that to segue into um, the Black Lives Matter shirts. The uh, the ones that the players showed uh, when the season kicked off, uh, mm-hmm. the, the beginning of the tournament, when the tournament kicked off, the solidarity uh, tees with the hashtag MLS is back. Um, I know there was a lot of hype and demand about those shirts when they were displayed on TV. All the black players came in together um, on the pitch in a beautiful display before the first match. Those uh, shirts have been released um on uh on mls store and online and so what they're doing is all of those proceeds uh from the sales of those shirts will be donated um by the mls to the naacp legal defense fund uh the 100 black men of america and the players coalition uh in partnership with black players for change so uh, even also the, the person who created the shirt also has that that shirt on his website as well. Yeah, so Warren, yeah, Warren Creavelli actually yeah. uh, filled it with the uh, Philadelphia Union. Mm-hmm. So uh, those those shirts are out. I know they're they're probably going to sell out pretty fast. So if you want one, get you one. Um, but hey, Black Lives Matter. Uh, and as my last up, uh, and Gregor was about to steal my sauce real quick. The Rock. The Rock, The Rock has purchased the XFL. So 
If you don't know what the XFL is, it is the Extreme Football League. It is a, a football league, not soccer, but it's a football, American football league that was started by uh, Vince? Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon from the World Wrestling Entertainment uh, from the WWE. So it was supposed to be an alternative to the NFL, more action. Uh, you actually get to see the players and, and they're, they're closer to the players, more drama, storylines, things of that nature, more excitement around the product. Uh, they were they started years ago, folded. They came back this year, and they got about five weeks into the season with the COVID stuff starting. They had to file at the end of the league, shut down, file bankruptcy. So, lo and behold, weeks later, uh, well, months later rather, uh, the Rock uh, emerged with a small ownership team, and they've made a purchase of about fifteen million dollars to acquire the XFL. And I immediately thought, damn, this is our next season of the Ballers. The Rock, (laughs) (laughs) the Rock, it's crazy. Like your former employer, you bought something, you bought your former employer's dream. Because Vince McMahon loved football and he dreamed of having something to compete with Mm -hmm. the National Football League. And it's funny, I just thought about this. It's funny that he did this and he was trying to do this. One of his buddies, 45. Also had yeah. aspirations of that back in the day with the American Football League and all the other investments that he made into football. But that's funny though. But we got somebody with some with some color buying a league right now. That's 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 amazing, man. And that and that that's, is that. Um, uh, one of his partners was actually his ex-wife, uh, Danny Garcia. Uh, She's a part of the group. So they've also a, a woman of color is also involved in this as well. So that's uh, uh, pretty big as well. Yes. And but yes, uh, of course, I still, that's still too much football for me. But you know, nothing else is black owned. So that's so that's what's up. Um, I know we didn't really mention it during the show, but this weekend is the Henny Derby. Henny, Richmond Kickers, Ford Madison. The, the the vibe is, is back. Shout out to April, Chris, Cal, Yogi, Shanir, all of them. So we'll be watching. We'll be watching. You know, right now the Henny Derby is right now in Madison. I suggest um I suggest a, a darker um a darker Hennessy um for the winter this year. That's that's just that's just me. That's just me. Gregos giving uh, out suggestions. Yeah, yeah. So we'll definitely uh, be looking with, with with a lot of interest. Of course, if you if you haven't done so already, go back and watch our Henny Derby video video on YouTube. Um, our Henny Derby After Hours podcast from last year. Like I said, we went up to Richmond last year. It was a whole vibe. It was a whole scene. You know, shout out to everybody that, that we met up there. Hopefully, we'll get to see you guys soon. And um, hopefully we'll see y'all soon next week on on uh, next week's episode, the season finale, the Corona season finale <laughs> of the Border oh, Culture Podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we uh, recap the season and uh, we're gonna take a, a, a little bit of a break uh, going into um, next season, uh, like our usual August break. But uh, but yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll wrap things up um, for this week. Because as always, you can come um, on social FTC. U-T-D. U-T-D. Sounded good. Sounded good. I'll take that. Uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 
We're about two steps away again from 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 hopping off TikTok. Mm-hmm. You just, want that ad live email address, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know what we're waiting for, man. I... But yeah, I mean, yeah, that might be a wrap pretty soon. But yes, as y'all can see, as I said last week, I have my glasses now. I can see even more than what I saw before. So we will see y'all soon. FTCUTD. Don't forget, get the gear at ftcutd.myshopify.com. Check the socials. Make sure you look up the Hindi Derby. Yes. That's the first thing that pops up, folks. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Definitely looking forward to that. But yeah, well, 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 you know, oh, schools, students, <sighs> no, kids, no. wear your damn mask. <laughs> wear your damn mask. Teachers, students, back to school, wear your damn mask. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll catch we'll catch y'all soon out out these streets uh, for the coach, for TK, for Mayor, Scrego, coaches real, coaches everywhere. We will actually see y'all soon, and we out. <laughs>